The verse today is Jonah chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Uh, the Lord, sorry, the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, saying, Get up, go to Nineveh, that great city, and proclaim to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah set out and went to Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly large city, a three-day walk across. Jonah began to go into the city, going a day's walk. And he cried out, Forty days more, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. And the people of Nineveh believed God. They proclaimed a fast, and everyone, great and small, put on sackcloth. When God saw what they did, how they turned from their evil ways, God changed his mind about the calamity that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. It is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. It's just, it's funny, it's got a good message in it, it's got all kinds of intrigue and mystery and adventure and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but there's a lot going on in Jonah, and yet on the face of it, it's kind of a, a simple tale. Jonah, a prophet of God, is called by God to go to Nineveh. Get up and go and declare to Nineveh that I'm going to destroy them because of their wickedness. Now, uh, for Jonah, this seems like uh, a fool's errand. And in the, in the first place, Jonah is a good Hebrew man, has absolutely no love lost on the Ninevites. The Nineveh was a giant city that was the capital of Assyria at the time. And the Assyrians were the people who conquered the northern kingdom of Israel and completely wiped them out. They are no longer a part of the uh, Jewish people because of Assyria. And so Jonah didn't want anything to do with Assyria. By the way, that's modern, where we're talking about Nineveh is in modern Iraq, uh, right across the river from a place that we keep hearing about, Mosul, is traditionally where Nineveh was supposed to have been. So, uh, you know, a lot of this spills over into the world we live in today, doesn't it? Amen. But Jonah, Jonah refuses. I'm not going. Uh, and not only that, but he decides to go the other way and packs up, jumps in a boat, and heads for Tarshish, which is, uh, we think, was probably somewhere in Spain, just to give you a feel for how far away Jonah was trying to get to hide from God. And uh, on that journey, we didn't read all of this, but on that journey, he gets in this boat and there is a giant storm happening and everyone on the boat is freaking out and they start praying to their own gods and finally Jonah says, look, I know what's going on here. <laughs> uh, I've upset Yahweh. If you just throw me overboard, everything's going to be okay. Now, and they didn't want to do it, right? They didn't want to do it. But finally they relent and they said, okay, fine. They toss him overboard and I'll be darned if the wind and the rain didn't calm down. And they were like, whoa, he was right. <laughs> and they began to worship God and, and give God praise. In the meantime, Jonah gets swallowed up, not by a whale, by the way, but by a big fish, is what the scripture says. A, a big fish swallows Jonah. Not a great day for Jonah, really. Uh, <laughs> and he spends three days in the belly of that whale, 
somehow, or that fish somehow inspired, and uh, we are we are given this lament in the middle of Jonah. It's a beautiful lament and an outcry. Part of the time, Jonah's you know a little angry at God. The other part of the time, in the in the psalm or in the praise, Jonah is praising uh, God and and you know acknowledging God's deliverance. Well, after about three days. The fish, you know, doesn't like Jonah, isn't, isn't agreeing with his stomach, and he spews him up on the shore. Basically throws him up. So there he is, covered with uh, fish puke. <laughs> and the word of the Lord comes once again to Jonah. Get up and go to Nineveh. <laughs> He's like, fine. <laughs> And he trudges off to Nineveh in a bit of a snit. And he walks for three days to get in the middle of the city. And he stands there and he cries out, You got 40 days! And then God's going to just wipe the place out. And he turns around and walks out of the city. And I'll be darned if they didn't repent. (laughs) I'll be darned if they didn't believe him. And the king said, well, maybe we ought to do something about this. Who knows? Because God never said, if they repent, you know, I'll, I'll relent. Right? Jonah was just supposed to tell him, I'm wiping you out in three days, just to let you know. I'm wiping you out in 40 days. And Jonah does that, and they put on the sackcloth, they dump ashes. Even the cattle and the animals were fasting. They were told to fast. So even the cows are honoring God in Nineveh. And I'll be darned if God doesn't say, huh, look at that. Ninevites turned around and uh, I think I'll I'll let them go. And for some reason this upsets Jonah. (laughs) Jonah says, I knew it. I knew you were a God filled with grace and love and I knew that if the Ninevites turned, if we told them that you were going to wipe them out, that they would repent and you would let him go and I want him to die I w- I wanted you to wipe him out and he, he gets mad and he goes and sit, he builds a hut and he sits in a, under a tree and sulks and this uh, God causes this tree to grow up and give him shade and the story tells us that, that Jonah kind of liked that oh I feel good under the shade of this tree well then the next day the tree died then he's, he's sulking again. Oh, it's so hot. I wish I'd just die. That's kind of what he says. And the, fi- the last thing God says to Jonah is, why are you so worked up? I'm paraphrasing. My <laughs> why are you so worked up over this tree? You didn't plant the tree. You didn't care for the tree. You didn't take care of it. What do you care whether it lives or dies? Uh, and all of that. Why are you? And why shouldn't? You, why should you care that I extend grace to these people who do not know their right hand from their left? Why should you lament that I extend grace and love to these people? And that's where we're left with that question. Why should you be so upset that my love extends? out to these people. And it is a stark reminder for the Hebrew people 
Uh, and it's thought that this, this story comes to us around the, the, the time of the post-exile, so the 5th century or so uh, before Christ. And, it, and it's a real reflection for the Hebrew people about the, the expectation God originally had for them that they would be the ambassadors of God to the rest of the world. That they would bring to the rest of the world Yahweh's love. And like Jonah, and like the Hebrews in the wilderness, and like so many other stories in the Bible, they were a stubborn and stiff-necked people who had not accomplished that. And so in the same vein of the Good Samaritan, here we have the, the Ninevites receiving God's love and grace in kind of the way God meant for it to be. And it was a reminder to the Hebrew people, oh, wait a minute. We have an obligation, as it says in Deuteronomy, to love our neighbors as ourselves. Also said that. <laughs> to love our neighbors as ourselves and to extend God's love out there. Not only that, but to bring the, the Word of God and the love of God out beyond ourselves and out into this world that needs God's love so much and is desiring of it. Now the other message that comes out of this is, is that, you know, we all have a calling. We all have something that we have been given to do. We all have things that God expects us to accomplish. This whole, this whole idea doesn't work. It falls apart unless we all answer, Yes, Lord, send me. And Jonah, like so many of us perhaps, ran the other way instead of embracing the calling of God. And uh, that didn't bode so well. Eventually... Eventually, God gets God's way. Amen? <laughs> and we can answer God's call, and we can do it. We can answer God's call, or we can answer God's call with a lot of fish puke all over us. Right? That's kind of the message. <laughs> it's your choice. You can, you can fight it and end up with a lot of fish puke all over you, <laughs> or you can answer God's call and uh, do it right the first time. Uh, up to, it's up to us. <laughs> But there's another thing that's going on here that I, I'm hearing for us today is that we have something extraordinary as the people of God, as followers of Christ, as those who have experienced and continue to experience the living Christ within our midst, within our community, within ourselves. We have something extraordinary that God has blessed us with. Amen? We have this abiding and deep relationship with the Holy, with, with who God is for us. We have this incredible light in the darkness, the, the life and teachings of Jesus Christ. And we have this incredible community bound together with this kind of Holy Spirit love that we all have for each other in spite of how you know, different we are from one another and, and how unlovable we can be at times. <laughs> and this world needs what we have. Amen? Out there is Nineveh, a wicked and awful place. Out there is a people who need to hear, need to 
Turn toward God. That's what repentance is really about. It's about turning away from this direction and turning back toward God. It's not that, it's not that this is a, an awful place where the people are doing you know, incredibly sinful things. But the world out there is missing out on that deep and abiding connection with God that you and I have as we gather in this space. There are people who God desperately wants here for us to love. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? That that there's more room here for more people? Because I run into people all the time who are hurt, who are longing, who are somewhat desperate for some sense of connection to others and to God. And they've been disappointed in all the ways that, uh, that they've been shown how to get there. And then when they get there, they get slapped in the face. And so, so many times, over and over again, many of you in the pew know the truth of this. Many times, over and over again, that, that healing that needs to happen has happened here. In our midst. Amen? Have you, have you seen how many people feel a sense of healing within our midst here at this church? I have. It's an, we are, you are an amazing community of love that, that really longs for people to experience wholeness in Christ. Amen? We want people to experience wholeness in Christ. And they're not coming. Just, you know... We've got to get out there and help them find their way. In the same way, I think we can be a little nicer than Jonah about it, right? I don't think we need to stand in the middle, down in, in the middle of uh, uh, Salt Lake City and start screaming, you need to repent. I've seen people do that. It's not very effective, really. <laughs> it doesn't really work very well. Uh, I think we have a, a kinder, gentler approach. But there are folks floundering a bit out there. Good people who want to, who want to experience new life and, and don't want to lose their faith. But this world is dragging it out of them. We're here to give it back. Amen? We're here to give it back. Our own faith needs to grow and other people need to experience new faith in the midst of a loving, caring community filled with compassion like this one. And it's my prayer that we feel this sense of calling that comes to us through the book of Jonah today. Get up! Go to my people in Salt Lake City and share with them the Word of God that God loves them and, and they are welcome here among us to explore what that love of God looks like for them. Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, you know we're not the most evangelical church in the, in the neighborhood. We don't go around knocking on doors and we don't do those kinds of things. But we do have a story to share. We do have your love that, that so many people are longing for and need. God, may we be, be eager to share with those who really need it. 
a sense of love, of your love coming to them. And may they, may our arms always be open to welcome people into our midst. Help us to know when to make that invitation and how to do it in a graceful way. We ask this in the precious and powerful name of Christ. Amen.